You're listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's your host, Sheila Dean. Day 49 of the 100 Days of Colin. I just wanted to say hello. It's the midterm elections, so what's in it for you? So I'm just doing a gentle scroll, you know, like a gentle scroll down the cloud of the internet and I'm, I'm discovering some new things uh, about pandering election pandering and uh, the one I'm staring at right now is I think his name is <laughs> uh, uh, his name is Mr. Cal C-A-O and he's running for Virginia's 10th district, I think. And he's Chuck Norris approved. So that's the first, like, like meme-based, um, you know, overt, I'm going to pander to the Chuck Norris fans. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, like an, as an overt pander, I think he's a Republican or aligned with Republicans. Um, so he's running in Virginia. And then, of course, this morning... It turns out that there is a, a a big fraud case that was leveraged against Donald Trump. So lawfare, lawfare against Trump people seems to be an election thing. I think once the electioneering goes away and say November 10th, you know, when most of the results comes in, I think maybe some of the heat will die off of all of these really loud and spicy lawfare cases, which they're going to continue to rain doo-doo on the old Trump campaign. Let's invite some people. I'm going to send, I'm going to try some, some direct messages right now. Let's see if we can get some folks in here. <clears throat> I was talking to Brady Crow earlier. Brady's a pretty cool listener, pretty cool show host as well. He has so many shows, Brady Crow. That guy has got a ton of shows. And uh, so stop in every now and then and say hello to Brady Crow. Um, there's also a new group of, I think they're more conservative or Republican-leaning um, show hosts over at the spot. A bunch of them followed me today. Um, just checking him out, giving him a hi, hello, how do you, how you doing? And um, invited them to come, come hang out at the show. As always, there are good shows all over the place, all over Colin. Um, check out any of the uh, hottest items. All of those folks are usually pretty good to to check out. Um, so you know what's in it for you. What's in it for these these midterm elections? Well, what are they saying they're gonna do for you, girl? What's it gonna be like? Are they gonna bring you jewels? Exactly. So, what do they offer? You know, what are they, what are they telling us they're gonna do for us this time? So, hopefully, what's on the docket for? A lot of libertarians would be like focusing on financial responsibility 
and a variety of different things. There's a lot of people who are really amped up and super agitated about the whole Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum. I saw a news piece, and this is just by the by, I just wanted to mention it, that um, Fight for the Future, which is actually an incidentally pretty cool uh, right on the money always been about you know fighting bad biometrics policy bad totalitarian AI bias you know all the stuff that basically gets me lit they are fighting so um, now precisely the way that they are fighting we don't we don't like agree lockstep on every single you know policy point but I would tell you that you know I would trust them with the with the issue and um, they they're doing pretty good. So they've they've allied with the ACLU against CBDCs, which you know Biden has decided that he's going to move forward with the the U.S. version of the dollar on the crypto market. So that's that's a World Economic Forum parlay uh, that we did we did mention it here on this show in our readings here with with Glenn Beck and. And other things. Um, but the World Economic Forum has been explicit. You can go to the website. It just blah, plops it all out there for you. And uh, they are running a campaign right now. But, you know, it just so happens that, you know, I'm kind of glad that, that the ACLU took the ice bucket challenge on that one. Woke themselves up. Nice, groovy, cold shower there, ACLU. And decided to wake up and go, ah, ah, ah. We gotta go fight for civil liberties again, and um, well, good, good. You know, had to happen some point, because um, otherwise your donors are gonna beg off because they're not. They were not too happy that that it was all like a nice little warm clam bake with the J Crew wearing sweater yacht deck shoes people at the Soros clique and. I don't think I don't think anybody would, could call it believable anymore what they were doing. Like what 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 were you doing, ACLU? What were you doing? I don't I don't it, if it was acting, not believable. So getting together with a legit organization like Fight for the Future, that that'll that'll give you some strength in your paws. You know, like maybe if they're doing it right, you can relearn what you used to do pretty well on on a regular basis. So. Hope you get back in the saddle. Would love to see it. So, um, you know, maybe they'll get out of the race baiting business and, you know, false race baiting business. There, there is actual racism, but it's not, it's not anything. So I'm going to invite, again, I'm going to invite all the people. Looks like there might be a few people coming. So I was invited to a show by Andrew and Rudy and a few other people, and they were talking about, you know, communism and how awesome it was, and like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, and you know, more of more of that. And um, I just wanted to mention that they themselves were like, well, you know, people people think that 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 communists are like. Dirty hippies. Like, no, no, we don't think that they're like dirty hippies, or I don't think that they're like dirty hippies. But I did mention that a lot of the Venezuelans and uh, mainland PRC people who are coming over here, they're true believers seeking to win converts to their, their 
form of government often smell like starvation and rotten teeth. And so for that, for that sin, I may, I may have been docked a few listeners today. So, <laughs> All right. I mean, they opened the door. They did it. They opened the door. They're like, no, no, you shouldn't. You shall not talk about the midterm elections. You shall not talk about elections because we're really not in favor of democracy, as it turns out. There's only one party you can you can accept for this this upcoming election. And you know, n- nothing that they have on the menu I want, so I'm just going to, you know. But they're not on on any ballot in Texas that that I can see, that I can see. I'll just take a little gulp here. So, 8:59. Whoa, there was a listener for like 10 whole seconds maybe. So, I wanted to go to election trends. Let's just go to election trends. Okay. What are they doing for you? Okay. Okay, so the NFL misfires with blatant pandering during Hispanic Heritage Month. Your midterm elections. Here are the issues Florida voters care about the most. Eh. Moderates fleeing U.S. House, setting stage for more Washington gridlock. Oh no. Um, are they called moderates? What makes them moderate? How have they been moderate the last few years? Twenty-term midterm election news and updates from the campaign trail that showed the uh, nice Biden red uh, speech there. Nunez tells radical puppet Chris his pandering to Latinos won't work. Oh, wait, there's Brady Crow! Hey, Brady, what's going on? Is your mic working? I'm kind of wondering if there's a technical issue with the show. What's up, Sheila? Sorry. Hey, just, I was going to say, beep, beep, you know, like, honk the horn (laughs) if you're being molested or, or... injured in any way you know blink your eyes twice if if you're if you're in any kind of harm or jeopardy Jeopardy. i was being accosted by colin bugs colin who colin bugs oh colin i need to do my update like a dum-dum i didn't do it i did not do my update i'm afraid to do the update because i don't want him to fuck with my color scheme i like it the way it is now but i guess I'm, i'm just gonna go ahead and do it you know what Cybersecurity is best. I just me just forgot. I just <laughs> forgot. So can you can you invite your friend friendship list and tell them to come to the room because I think it'd yeah. be buggy and um ah it's so annoying. Also, that just never works. Like I've used the invite thing before. I'm like I feel like this isn't working. Maybe people just don't like me, but I got you. I tried it. Many <laughs> <laughs> people like you. <laughs> I just boosted your show like about a I don't know five minutes ago. I'm like, yeah, go see Brady. He's got like a ton of shows. <laughs> yeah, that was like a that was a response to Schnarf this morning. He was talking some snacks, so we made a room for him, like specially for him to come in and debate me. But he never showed up. So <laughs> yeah, they don't like debates when they're some people just don't like debates. I mean, they don't you know they don't know how to debate, don't feel skilled about it. 
Wrong yeah, people don't like debates is what I've come to learn. <laughs> well, I mean, they may not be good debaters. That's that's the other thing I know is that debate is a skill. It is a um, sport, though. You know, and you have to be mentally prepared. You have to be prepared with your material. You have to understand your own policy position, and you have to understand the contrapositive, meaning the, the, the person who might be running against you, what, what their yeah. position and what their, where, what their point of view might be. And my point is, if you don't understand all those things, then shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like, don't be arguing with people when you don't understand all those things. Mm. You know, be like, um, okay, I don't you know, know what? I, I would love it for. That's not reality, though. They won't. They will. <laughs> they will fight you when they don't know anything. They will fight you and they will beat you with lies that they believe. Come again? I was challenged to a cage match yesterday by one of the Donald Worshipper guys. What? Like a fight, like a physical cage match fight. Oh my god. You know, the only time I ever saw anything like that get that spicy actually was Mace from the Pangburn. <laughs> he really got lit over something and he went after it. It was like, he just was like, Wah! you know, and he just, he just went, he just sprayed like verbal bullets at this guy and just, you know, raised his voice. I'm like, what just happened? And he's like, I just hate the Brits, that's all. And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know where to go with that. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it was fight. short. It was like I, a cat I, fight. It was it was like I, over in 10 seconds. <laughs> I accepted his terms. I accepted his terms. I said, yeah, man, let's do it. Set it up. I'll square up. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, he just changed the subject pretty quick. Yeah. He, he, wasn't, he, he actually wasn't that into the idea. Turns out. I think I think one of the, the the tropes that I I had put out there is like okay, you know you can you can punch the air you can you can punch the air and look badass if, by punching the air. You know people do verbal air guitar all yeah. day long. That's what they do. I so like what's my, do you have a pandering story about midterm elections? Like has anybody come out with like any kind of explicit overt? No. I missed the Bethel O'Rourke event in San Antonio. I meant to go, and I just didn't have the energy to go that day. And so, no, no uh, energy for Beto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wasn't super excited. <laughs> I was basically going to go and record the event and make it a live podcast on here, so that people could like criticize him um, and maybe ask him good questions, and maybe I have some good questions to ask him. But uh, I just didn't have the energy. I'm, I'm really not that excited about him. Um, I'm very excited about the debate that he has coming up against Greg Abbott. Depending on how he does in that debate will affect how excited I am about him, essentially, you know? Um, well, I think that the idea is that there's a lot of people who, who want to do government, but they want to do nothing while they're in government. And that's mm -hmm. their whole plan. Their whole plan mm -hmm. is to get get power so they can do nothing. And, you know, how is that different from, like, taking a welfare check? Yeah, it's like a personality contest for a welfare check. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you, obviously you thought of this before, but... Um, so, Karthik was in here for, like, ten seconds. You mean Robert? And I don't, I don't know where he went. Cat pandering... Long. Let's see here, figure out how one archives dynamic websites. 
cat pandering. You know, the best cat panderer, if we're really going to look at this, is, uh, is Zach. Zach Whitaker over at TechCrunch. He's an absolute kitten panderer. He, he totally knows how to, like, he blows up the kitten photos so that you see them and you go, oh, you melt into it. Like fluffy balls. He's like, he's got new ones like every so often too. He he's got different kittens because he is a foster cat adopter guy. So he always has a fresh league of kittens or cats that need to be adopted. So they're always oh, adorable. Ah. I guess I'm a dog pander. I have a dog in my profile. If they don't like me, at least they like their dog. You know, dogs are famous. Dogs are really, really popular. Yep. So cool nobody part. wants to come and talk about the midterm elections? I can't believe this this, this topic isn't something that people want to do. Are they just tired? Are you, are you legitimately surprised? <laughs> I am. I am. They, they sit around and talk about, like, all kinds of stupid, like, political jargon stuff all day, but okay. maybe actual democratic process is just too, like... <laughs> Eh, it's not it's not well, ideological enough, you know. I don't know. I feel like it's uh kinda like pissing in the wind sometimes. But I'll give you something, you know, like um like I mentioned, uh Greg Abbott is gonna debate Beto O'Rourke in the upcoming debate, like the end of this month. And I'm going to splice in Delilah Barrios, who is the Green Party candidate for governor. I'm gonna splice her into the debate and then we're gonna post it as the Green Party debate. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, I'd like to hear everything together. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know why she's not on the stage with them. That doesn't yeah, make any sense. I guess they don't have the testicular fortitude to debate a woman mm. on stage. I don't like but, that. I don't so like that. We're they gonna, should, we're they make should it happen become more honest it. men. They should, yeah, we're they just going to do it for them. You know, we're just going to do it for them. It's okay. All right, Brady. I'm down. I mean, if you want to rebroadcast, like your best of, like the length of a YouTube or something, then, you know, just send your, your sound file over and uh, or upload it to the uh, the sound, what is it, or the soundboard. Okay, show me where it is, oh, cool. and I will, I, will, I will spray it, say it and spray it all over my program. So, yay! So, Joshua is back with us. Hey, Josh, I just wanted to say hello. It's okay to come up and talk if you want. Um, I don't know why this this uh, I'm gonna pull you into the crow's nest. <laughs> okay, invite to speak, and then here we go and make the next caller. Hey, Joshua, what's going on? Why would you think I didn't think it was okay? I don't know. You've been you've been kind of silent for a while. I am a I'm a supposed to be diligently looking for work and I'm failing oh. at it. Uh, but it, it needs to take priority. Otherwise, you know, like the dogs run out of food. You know those sorts. Yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And they're they're kind of assholes. It's kind of like having kids. Uh, yeah. So I mean, are you are you looking for any kind of like cybersecurity work because the the cyber stuff is always recruiting right now. Like they need people like crazy. 
I think I've said too many things. Oh, <laughs> uh, I regret it. <laughs> I do and I don't, but I mean, yeah, I regret that. Yeah, like a six-figure income is, you know, probably non-existent because I don't know how to keep my mouth shut. But you know, that's what security is about. Is Knowing how to keep secrets, and uh, I uh, oh, you never mean really like the NDA? Life, you can't, you can't conform to the NDA. Oh fuck! I, no, like I couldn't. Uh, yeah, that NDA is so long gone. Like it would not be an issue. It's more probably my perspective on, um, well, privacy. And censorship, and a lot of the tools that you sell in cybersecurity are Big Brother tools. You know, whether you want to believe it or not. So no, I yeah, mean not- they have these. You know, there's there's two forms of security. There's there's you know kind of defense and offense, and some of the offense stuff is is really like it's more like physical security and mass surveillance, which I'm never okay with. And you know, I've dipped into to that a little bit today. Um, I wanted to mention, I mentioned briefly that the ACLU decided to take up the cause of the the CBDC um, ruse as a a vehicle for mass uh, categorization and mass deprivation of of civil liberty, uh, which I think is good. I think that that's a a positive move in the right direction, and I I basically called it the ice bucket challenge. Um, as far as, you know, being an advocate for positive security, meaning like actually securing networks and doing good hygiene, uh, using two-factor authentication, blah, blah, blah. I mean, all those things work, uh, but they, they shouldn't always get a paycheck. They're not always effective. And, you know, I know you've mentioned TSA Security Theater. There was a very interesting article that came out, uh, not too, too recently, um, where they were just kind of revisiting the whole decade where we were vilifying most people for being anyone, but mostly Muslims in airports and, you know, just kind of, those things were real. Oh, where did Brady go? I think he was having some bug issues. Um... He was trying to operate his mic. I saw him flickering in and out there. He was trying to. Oh man, this pro this this platform's got some bug issues. I, I just talking... think it's. I think it's just. Uh, I always take it as a way of getting me to shut up uh, quickly. If if the bugs get to be too much, like I almost throw my phone. You know what? I was going to ask you about that because we were trying to get you to respond to to um, who was it, Blotty and myself. We're trying to get you to respond after you know you you were trying to muddle through or you know you were trying to talk to us, but it wasn't your turn. But once we were done in that vein, we were trying to click to you, and and it was so robotic and so terrible that, I mean, if you go back and listen to the tape, you, you can tell. I mean, we were being totally authentic about that experience. I I did review the tape, and uh, I uh, 
I know that I wasn't polite at one point in the interaction, uh, but... Uh, but could you hear yourself afterwards? Like, could you hear how yes, robotic you were? I, I yeah, I mean, it I wasn't could, your yes, fault. I, I, I was completely choppy, and now, like, am I clear now? Yeah, you're, you're fine. Well, and that's, it seems like with different people in different shows, like, there's different issues, so you never can tell whether or not your mic is working depending on who's moderating and or has the room, etc. Uh, obviously there's not consistency in the platform. Uh, and, uh, they keep rolling out, uh, fixes that, uh, can't keep up with everybody's technological changes on the other end, which, I mean, that's to be expected with all the different versions that, uh, you get, uh, in, uh, in our society. So, so what were you, I mean, I just want to go back and revisit that. You did have an anecdote of some sort to, to share. And uh, if you can tie it into the midterm election for some reason, oh, you know, I, just mean, to, to I mean, you mean in regards to reproductive rights and the fact that they decided okay. to. Yes. I just think that that, I mean, I, I just feel like that's a football that Obama decided not to kick because he was a good corporatist president and we still have the same <laughs> thing, except it's a worse option because he's older and seemingly less effectual, but he meanders towards the stage every so often and kicks a crumb off the table to the plebs. And, uh, I mean, I'm one that I don't even look at the Supreme Court as uh, 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 an, an institution that is effective or reasonable anymore. So, um, is it's currently configured? Like you just get rid of all of them and start over, uh, or just not have a Supreme Court like that because guys in wigs usually are not um, able to make really good decisions um, outside of a monarchy. And last I checked, we weren't supposed to be a monarchy, but um, we're definitely. Uh, meandering our way towards a huge extreme level of inequity between the haves and the haves nots and uh, these institutions are a part of that and always have that. Okay, so so uh, that sounds like more of an ec- economy uh, distinction. So what do you think about the the Fed turning turning up another interest tick today? I think they're going to elevate another point just to to kill down inflation or just stave it off. Uh, well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, inflation is eating up anything that the government has thrown out as crumbs, um, quickly and, or even like a worker, uh, uh, like a railroad worker, like it'll eat up their pay increase in three years at this current rate. Uh, I, uh, I would say that the Fed does not have the interests of the American people in mind either. Uh, but obviously their bankers were like, Hey, we can still get rid of all of this money, especially if we ratchet up our uh, arms races with uh, uh, maybe Russia or China. You know, we just need to keep going to war, and we can keep printing money. We just don't have anything for. We just don't <laughs> well, have anything well, for maybe, the people at home. Maybe you can you can become a professional harasser for um, an that elections pays, opposition firm. I've tried to do that here on Colin. It's gone incredibly well, uh, but it also pays shit, uh, just like the other harassing I do of the people in, in person. Like, none of it pays. Um, I, I got to get better at uh, being uh, a deplorable, I guess. That's when you break through the, uh, I don't know, the shit sandwich into cash. <laughs> 
How do you know this? <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen the script is kind of bad. I mean, it's all part of our culture, and I put culture in quotes. Um, you know, it's just it pays to be toxic. I think. Oh, okay. You mean it, it pays to, to uh, launch a random ad hominem attack on on a political opponent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> well, I, mean, just, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's bread and circuses. Just you know, as long as people don't uh, start thinking about uh, what could be possible, you uh, mean like the issues, you don't have to and policy, yeah. public policy, things like that. <laughs> this was uh, the most yeah. most like random midterm elections. Nobody wanted to come. It's like nobody believes in democracy anymore. It's like. They threw a dartboard. They're like, no, no, we're not going to talk about the midterm elections. It's like they don't believe anybody's going to do anything, maybe. I, I made a, a, a bad joke uh, earlier, and I'm going to just uh, re-say it. Um, or uh, live. Uh, they're remaking uh, Aladdin with all white characters now, uh, just uh, to kind of even things so everything is going to be fine. Yeah, I saw some weird uh, thing with Pocahontas featuring I'm Gwen being Stefani. Sarcastic. That's not actually happening. Oh my goodness! No, the Gw- Gwen Stefani is actually being featured as the uh, Pocahontas character. I d- I don't know if that's a joke or not because she's just, she's like Irish Italian. I think like they, she's, I think they're just messing with us now. They're like, watch what they'll do about this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I don't always take the bait. Sometimes I do, but I don't. I don't always do it. It depends on the so person and the other characters and actors on the stage, right? Like, and sometimes you don't even realize yeah, you're taking doing? the bait until you're the only fish. Oh. So here's a here's something is this, do Democrats care about the Venezuelan criminals discarded at the border or just the illegal immigrants at Martha's Vineyard? Hmm. Hmm. Because I think lawfare is pandering, and I did say that earlier. You know, suing Ron DeSantis and suing Donald Trump again for like the fifty millionth time because Trump bad. Yeah, you know, like they just won't ever get over it. They're, it's like he's like this ex person. He's like he's the ex president that they hated having around, and then they can't forget him and get rid of him. There's, it's really weird. It's this weird, possessive, destructive, toxic, you know. And it's like if if Trump was part of the relationship and he got out of it, I'm I'm actually I'm really proud of Trump because. The people he left behind who, were, who continue to do this crap, this obsessive junk, you know, that cult, you know they, they got left behind. Them. Yeah, all of that cult, which I consider them all the same sort of cult, oh, and I will not oh, use the word. Cult. Yeah, uh, oh, they really, yeah, I'm, I think they all should just get out the ball gags and go at it because uh, it's, it's hard to watch them flirt with each other for so long while ignoring what they could be doing with uh, – well, not 
are tax dollars. I'm not paying that much in taxes, but I mean, they could be doing something that matter, but no, they just keep flirting with each other and creating these cults of personality. Um, it is political theater. I, I don't know how else to get through the days besides laugh at it and mock them. Uh, and, uh, I, I'm working on it. Mm-mm. And that was Trump, man. The perfectly good white boy. There are. <laughs> what? They threw him out. They just threw out. They, they threw out a perfectly good white boy. No. Uh. What kind of society are we turning into? <laughs> I gotta go. It's 30, 32 minutes. This show was an absolute dud. I- Thank you for being a part of it, though. Take care. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access unsanctioned citizen podcast archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio podcasts, and call in. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMDean.com.